1: Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, This is Guest Thursday, and Kathy, we have uh, a return couple. These are leaders in uh, living waters, and they uh, do retreats, which we'll share about. Live in uh, McKinney, Texas, Mm -hmm. a a suburb north of uh, Dallas, and uh, they were on, uh, probably several months ago, they shared about how they came to know Christ and their their walk with Christ and the abiding and the decision-making and discerning God's will. So Bob and Carrie, uh, we are thrilled to have you, and I know you're you're your beautiful. Uh, they have a be beautiful there. new home, Kathy. That uh, um, they designed, uh, and Carrie got to actually get did, did all the all the and she, <laughs> she was, did
2: a beautiful job. With yeah, it, that's for yeah. sure. And
1: it, it's a be, it's a beautiful home. We've got to stay there with them, and there's a guest room that we get we get, and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. everything about it is spectacular. Um, so you're in Texas. So what? First of all, it's summer. So it it's, it mm, probably yeah. isn't isn't cool there, right?
3: Uh, no. I think today is day number forty three over a hundred.
2: Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh,
3: <clears throat> and there's still, uh, and I'm looking at the ten day forecast, and seven more of them are forecasted to be a hundred or higher. So uh, this is a little yeah, this is a little hotter than normal in Texas. But yeah, we're tired of
4: it. It's a little fried. Hot sunny my days. Guy, my garden looks fried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, so. we are
2: we are right there. I am sympathizing with you Texans today. New Hampshire, where we are today, is 99 degrees. We don't wow. do that. Wow. That that does no, not happen do around yeah. here. No, we do not do that. So uh, I think in honor of having Texans on, God just decided to let me feel the heat.
1: <laughs> are you uh, <laughs> are you going to be spending uh, your afternoon in the pool?
2: Oh, you better believe
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, that's hot. Um, Well, Bob and Carrie, uh, we know that you've had uh, uh, a very interesting year uh, with lots of things going on. And uh, I I think our first session, we'll have two with you. Uh, We'd love love to hear about your work and your ministry and all that. But maybe you guys could share uh, right now a little bit about what are the things that you've been dealing with this year, uh, which we know have been uh, difficult uh and you know what are they how have you approached it and how has your walk been with god through it as we and kathy and i mm-hmm. keep reminding everybody that the covenant life is we're going to be blessed to be a blessing mm-hmm. it doesn't mean we're we're exempted from the trouble of life and the difficulties yeah. of life or removed from it uh but rather in the middle of it um you god gives us a way through it and you've been through mm-hmm. it so uh why don't you guys share a little bit and then Kathy and I can, uh, can weigh in, but we'd love to hear what's been going on and how you guys have been processing it.
3: Can we start?
4: It all started. <laughs> no, you well, started. Well,
3: actually, it all yeah. started. Our year starts, um, the same way actually from a, from a, from a church standpoint, our church starts the year with 21 days of prayer.
4: Mm-hmm. So
3: 21 days, 24 hours a day. Uh, there are people, uh, praying, in the church and we're called to join in the 21 days of prayer. So uh, normal start of the year, uh, except it didn't, uh, that end, 21 days of prayer didn't end uh, particularly well for us. So, and I'll go back and tell you this a this, uh, little bit of the story, but let me first tell you what happened. Uh, on the last day of our 21 days of prayer, on the 23rd of June, uh, sorry. Our, uh, sorry, our 21st of uh, January, start of the year, uh, our oldest son was found uh, dead in the parking lot of a Walmart. Um, he, in his car. In his car, uh, he's, he was an alcoholic and essentially he had uh, drunk himself to death and froze to death in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So on Sunday afternoon, January the 23rd, having just come off 21 days of prayer, uh, we get a call from the sheriff up in Michigan mm-hmm. saying that our, our son has died. Mm-hmm. And the first reaction obviously is uh, shock and sadness. And, 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 and to be honest, for me, it was anger because it was interesting that during the 21 days of prayer this year, probably more than in any of the other time, Carrie and I were really, really praying for Adam. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. We would. Ah, uh,
1: hold on. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, something happened with my phone there. I don't know what happened. Go ahead.
3: Yeah. So anyway, so we would. Um, so we sat there, and quite frankly, I was angry, because I thought, okay, God, you said that you would... He actually had told us that I will save him. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so I was a little bit mad. We were in shock. Mm-hmm. But i got to tell you this. This is where um, uh, God was so incredible, because I will tell you uh, uh, that it went from, in 24 hours, we went from shock and sadness and, and at least for me, anger, uh, to, to celebration and joy. Uh, and here's what happened. Mm-hmm. God, in 24 hours, showed... Kind of four miracles that confirmed to us that he had him um, after years and years and years of prayer. Right. And um, as you probably know, alcoholics—the issue is not alcoholism. That—that's just mm-hmm. kind of, if you will, the drug. The issues were deeper with Adam. Yeah. It,
4: yeah. Uh,
3: a smart guy, a really, really smart, good-looking, intelligent guy mm-hmm. who had had issues, and and he's addressed that with drinking. So anyway, he dies. Here's what happened within 24 hours. Um, first, uh, we recognized that never had we prayed more strongly for Adam than we had during those 21 days of prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie and I would say, Adam keeps coming to mind, we got to keep praying for Adam. So that was really the first thing we said, okay, God, you showed us this. But it was in combination with the other three. The second one, Rich, was actually you and Linda. Because uh, you guys were one of the earlier calls that we made when we found out uh, that Adam had died. And we called you guys. And you said, uh, you and Linda said, uh, okay, um, we're going to get back to you. We're going to go immediately into prayer. And you and Linda went and prayed. And you called us back. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah. Uh, you called us back. And this is still January 23rd. You called us back and you said, we prayed and we both saw the same thing at the same time. You said, Carrie, do you remember six months ago when you were here in Castle Rock with us, you shared with us a picture that Adam was in a pit and that God was reaching down and, and, and lifting him out. Mm-hmm. Well, God, you, you said God showed both Linda and I that same picture at the same time, and, and we're confirming that God has lifted him up. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that was the second one. The third one, which was uh, kind of interesting, the day before on Saturday, uh, I had gotten a text from my friend Larry Walker. And Larry said, uh, all he did was send a text. He says, can I call you Monday, and how is Adam? And I didn't have time to respond to him on Saturday, which is really unusual for me. So Monday, <clears throat> Monday morning, the day after Adam called, I actually called Larry, because then by then I could actually talk. And I called Larry and he says, Larry, well, unfortunately Adam died. He said, he said, I was wondering, he said, I'm always praying for your family, but he said, solid for the last two weeks, I couldn't stop praying for Adam. Hmm.
4: He said, I felt wow. compelled to pray oh. for
2: him. But-
3: <clears throat> and then there was the last one. And then the last one was, our last text, we hadn't talked with Adam for a long, long time, but we had a text interchange um, with him several months before he died. And it was all about God and ministry. And he wanted to know more about the Living Waters Ministry because he wanted—he said he wanted to share it with people, but I think he was asking for himself. And sure. we had quite a dialogue going back and forth on text about God and how this works. And he says, well, I'm just reading and I got a sponsor, his, coincidentally, his name is Robert and we've been having conversations and that's all he said Mm. and then that was the end of the wow conversation he was likely under the influence but doesn't matter but that was again the fourth kind of thing that god just Mm -hmm. he just brought all this to us within 24 hours that essentially said bottom line is um god says i got him." yeah
1: yeah yeah
4: And my my, so beautiful I, i remember and then god kept bringing to mind um um things uh, in the past like adam had gone on a youth trip we we asked him to go be a you know a helper on the youth trip to get him uh sort of exposed to the youth and to christianity and stuff and he had gone on a ski trip and his youth pastor our youth pastor said when we got home he says you know i had a call an altar call for the kids that if anyone gave his life to jesus to look they all bowed their head to look up at me and he said, "If you've given your life." And he said, "Adam looked up and looked him straight in the eye." Mm. And you know, Adam never lived his life like he was, a, 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 you know, a, a son of God. Or he is a son of God, but he didn't live his life like that. But I think he he did make that commitment. He just right. never um, never got fully to... to
2: the freedom of it. Yeah. yeah.
4: Right. Yeah. Right.
3: So in 24 hours, you went from pretty much shock and despair to. We actually praise God Look, you know, 24 hours later that he saved our son. Yeah. So we'll see
1: him again. So that's cool. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And I still, like, it, it comes and goes. I still struggle with, could have done more, but God always says, no, I've got it. He's happy now. He There's no reason for you to be sad. He's in it. You know, he's with me. Yeah. Yeah. Always reminds me. And yesterday I read a verse that said, um, I don't remember what verse it is. I, I still, it says, I would have lost heart except I remembered the goodness of God. Mm. And that's what I keep telling myself. So,
2: yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: so it was a little bit difficult. Yeah.
3: yeah. That that was not, the year did not start well. Psalm, uh,
1: 80, <laughs> Psalm 86. Uh.
4: Yes, this
1: was Psalm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's. Uh, and so then, I would
4: have lost her, but I remember the goodness of God. I mean, He He's always for our good, no matter what happens in our lives. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And how have you, uh, uh, obviously, with you know knowledge of that, which is uh, God? Uh, think about how blessed you are to... to he didn't even yes. even yes. wonder. You don't even wonder. Well, maybe mm-hmm. and and you know here it's dragging out, but He said no. I want to let you know right away he's with me and he's happy and um, it's a uh, it's a testament uh, to uh, you know even what Paul says in in Corinthians 3 Corinthians 3 that um, well if you're a believer and even though (laughs) even though your your life here may be burned up as wood hay and and stubble uh, the rejoicing Mm -hmm. is you get to be with him and we know and this is something uh, that we don't fully know is that life with him and Paul said it, you know, to live is, is, uh, is Christ, but to die is gain. Uh, mm-hmm, actually really. the best is, is going to be with him. So right. whatever it is, and you
2: know, he's right. getting to enjoy that. it's right going
1: to be, it's going to be spectacular. So right. that's a, that's certainly what, what mm-hmm. God tried to reinforce with you. But how have you, you know, through time and obviously you look at grief and loss and the, and that inability to have fellowship, uh, with your own child, how have you guys processed that piece of it? to get to a place of peace, you know, in your, in your own, just understanding of all that. We, yeah.
4: I, I have to say we, we had no trouble going to peace. Yeah. Um,
1: well, two, he showed us all that. Yeah.
3: That
4: was, yeah. And mm-hmm. I have to, and I want to say something too. Sometimes God gives us a promise and we don't really understand what that promise means. And he had given me a verse uh, a couple of years ago, and it's from Job 33:28, and it says he will redeem his soul from going down to the pit, and his life will see the light. Yeah. And I thought, oh, great, God's going to save him. He's going to turn his life around. He's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, a productive member of society. He's yeah. going to get married and have kids, and it's all going to be good. But right. you know, that never happened. Never happened. So I go, well, God, what he, you he what does this mean? So I went back to that verse and the verse right under it says, verse 29 says, behold, God works all these things twice. In fact, three times with a man to bring his soul from the pit that he may be enlightened with the light of life. Mm. And to me, that's God had said to me, you know, I tried, I tried to get through to him, but he was, he was just too, far into the pit. So I rescued him. I yeah. took mm-hmm. him out of that pit yeah. and took him home. Hmm.
1: Yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, what, what would you, go ahead, go ahead, Bob.
3: Well, the, the other part that, that was really kind of, this was a real aha for me later. Uh, and, and what, what, what I learned afterwards was that we recognized that alcoholism was just, if you will, the drug of choice. And we got thinking, even if we got Adam off of alcohol, the issues are probably quite deep and complex, and we have no idea how to address them, especially mm-hmm. since Adam would be would be adamant about the fact there's absolutely nothing wrong with him. Yeah. And yeah. so we had not, no, didn't know yeah. what to do, but, but God did. And I think we recognized that we were worried about, hey, even if we get him off alcohol, how do we deal with the other issues? Right. And God just took care of it. God just took mm-hmm. care of it because he just knew this is, this is yeah. the best thing I can do yeah. is simply rescue him. So that was a big aha for, for yeah. me. again further peace.
4: And, yep. and it was actually a burden lifted from us mm-hmm. because we constantly were worried about him. What are we going to do with Adam? How are we going to help Adam? You know, what's what's he doing now? And and yeah. you know, you all your mind starts imagining all the horrible things, and it was just it was just hard.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What so um,
4: God rescued him and and saved us
1: as you've uh, go ahead, Kathy.
2: I was just going to say, I love as you, you know, you guys have just used the phrase multiple times how God rescued him. And I don't know if you remember Mm -hmm. this, Carrie or not, but just a couple of days after he had passed, I didn't realize he had passed, but we had been on a phone call with y'all probably two weeks before something on a leadership call and knew you were praying and fasting over Adam. And I had sent you a text Mm -hmm. saying, God laid him on my heart, how's he doing? and when you told me what happened i looked back in my journal and the last thing i had been praying for him consistently god had just brought him to mind since that phone call and the last thing that he had told me to pray was rescue him that those were the words wow. to yeah, rescue him. I remember. And so as you say that, it just touches yeah. my heart. It reminds me how yeah. faithful God is to to raise up the prayer warriors. He was protecting his child, yeah. and he was calling others in to pray as he rescued him. And it's just a beautiful thing of yeah. how our Father's heart works.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Do you that's have right? any... He never.
4: God answers prayers not always the way we'd like them to. Exactly. He answers prayers. Yeah, that's right, as yeah. well.
1: Um, as you you know think about that uh, and we'll move move to uh, another uh, issue you've had to deal with but um, do you have any thoughts of what you would uh, like to encourage people that people have you know they have tragedy they have loss Mm -hmm. uh, situations that aren't really understandable on the surface Uh, what what do you have to encourage people about how you went through this all and what you what you experienced with God through it all
3: for me two things one is, we don't get to ask how or when. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to trust God that we get to ask what. Mm-hmm. He, he says, you can't understand the how or the when. We could have never understood this and we would have fought it had He, had he revealed it to us in advance. Right. So that's the first thing. I think the second thing is just John sixteen thirty three, where Jesus says, in this world, you will have troubles. Mm-hmm. Well, wow, Jesus, yeah, you were right. He says, but take heart, He says, because I am the one who's overcome the world. And so just that faith that I will never be able to figure it out, I'm not God, but that trust that just says he has overcome the world, past tense, he'll take care of it, and I need to walk through it and be patient because God's its never a one and done. And mm-hmm. so even this constant revelation by God that I've also done, done this and I've also done that, just reinforced, if you will, our faith, our joy that the Father has him. Mm-hmm. And so it allowed them within a very short period of time for us to now move forward and actually praise God, which in the secular world you could never have imagined that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then of course a month later we you know, we get to celebrate a wedding and so on, which was kind of well, neat. Well, that, that'll yeah. come in a minute.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I would encourage people I would encourage people to get to know who God is and his character. Because once you understand that God's motivation for everything is love. Once mm-hmm. you get to understand that, you may not understand why he did something, but his motivation is always love.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
4: just keep telling myself that.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. and the, uh, uh, typically when you look at things like that, um, uh, and we understand the truth of it all, is that, you know, did God cause that? Because people say, well, God is in control, and he must have caused that to happen because he, everything happens, you know, according to his will. Well, the answer that's not true. Um, it that's absolutely, right. absolutely wasn't God's will that he become dependent on anything but God. I mean, that's pretty clear. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he did. Right. Uh, but given that, God says, I actually have an answer. And the things that we don't, and you're saying, Bob, which I appreciate, is that um, it's, it's beyond us to fathom Actually, and and like you said, Kathy rescued. The way I'm going to (laughs) rescue rescue him Mm -hmm. is he, you know, basically because of the choices he made and the struggle he's in, he can't get there. So Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm just going. I'm going to just bring him with me. Um, Mm -hmm. And I overcame it, you know, that way. And we can't we can't fathom all the depth of that and the and the uh, uh, profound Mm -hmm. truth of that other than like what you guys have done is is you've 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 received it as so mm-hmm. and it doesn't prevent yeah. you still even with loss and, and you're going to experience that you know and uh, with family and, and holidays and things that uh you still aren't going to lose the covenant life that god has for you still while you go through the life you know with with a hole in your life and that's true but uh uh it's beautiful so we we really uh, appreciate that and uh maybe is. Well, go ahead, Bob. In fact,
3: it's, it, in fact, it's probably even better because probably the greatest single burden in our life is completely obliterated. That's true. It's taking care of it. That's true. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest burden in our life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, life is, mm-hmm. and he, you know, in, in just a. imagine but the burden's gone and so that weight is totally off our shoulders now and and we get to celebrate instead of being burdened the rest of our lives yeah so that's that's a that's a gift from god
1: yeah really uh and i know that um in addition to you know what you experienced with that uh carrie particularly for you uh and uh, carrie's canadian Uh, bob is is too you're are you dual citizens Yes. yes. You guys are both dual yeah. citizens. Yeah, both that's, of you, yeah. That's good. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. You, you still pay taxes in the United States, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> One of the privileges, yeah. right? <laughs> that's right. Welcome to citizenship.
4: <laughs> well the taxes are lower here, so yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: uh
1: but um I know your parents are in, in Canada and they're they're aging. Uh share a little bit about you know what's going on there and how you're approaching that again with seeking God's wisdom with something that isn't real simple and easy because of you know what choices they make etc but maybe you could share a little bit about that how you've been you I know you've been dealing with that this year too so how's that going
4: yeah well my parents are both in their 80s and their health is failing and I went there at the end of June to visit and the first day I'm there mom is wearing a heart monitor and dad is violently throwing up Mm. and I'm oh dear this is not good (laughs) um but we got that sorted out we got them to their doctors and and we did that sort of thing um what's hard is uh first of all they're far away and it's Mm -hmm. um flying nowadays is horrible I have to say everything's anyway I'm not going to go into that but it's just hard (laughs) to get home Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd like to be there more, but I just cannot. I have a brother and sister that uh, live, my brother lives in the same town as mom and dad. Oh, that's um, good. He works for time, but he's not real um, aware. <laughs> I don't think he's aware of things. And my sister lives two and a half hours away, and she's, uh, she's making an effort to, uh, to go there at least once a month. So right now, they're still okay. They refuse to um, leave their home. They say we're going to stay here as long as we can. Um, So they're still capable right now of being on their own. They just need uh, a little bit of help, and my sister is is doing that. And we've had a discussion because it's going to be her taking on that whole burden of when something happens to one of them. My sister is the one who's going to have the burden of, of uh, trying to, you know, at the last minute in a crisis find a place for the other one to live, because neither one can live on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had discussions over that, and you know, I've asked, I've been asking God for wisdom in that, and um, my sister's a, a strong believer, and so we have discussions about God all the time. And, She's willing to take that on and she's willing to be the one that has to. She's the executor of the will, too. So she'll be the one to take on that whole burden when something happens. I can help as much as I can from here, uh, which isn't very much. And you can go up. And I can go up, but mm-hmm. I'm not there all the time. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it's one of the be up And the,
1: uh, the sticky yeah. wicket, I know, is um, um, if you planned it ahead of time, you could actually move them to a place. Uh, that you could pretty well Best. choose, but if, if it happens at the moment, it's possible, because of the way the Canadian operation is, they could say, well that place isn't available, we gotta, we're we gonna move them over to this place at a, at a completely different right. place. So that's not, it's not an and easy in, decision.
4: No, yeah. they live in a very small town, and um, there's not a lot of options. There's
1: mm-hmm. two options, yeah, basically. Yeah. And if they're
4: both full, I mean, they'll be living with my sister. <laughs> yeah. So right.
1: yeah, so your yeah. approach um, is uh, wisdom, uh, what would be best to process that with your sister. Um, ultimately, uh, all you can do is face the truth step by step by step mm-hmm. and of course, lifting everything up that it would ultimately, you know be to your parents benefit to uh, be able to function okay and get to a place that would be healthy for them and that's your heart I know and that's God's heart but but you can't right. force you can't you can't force people mm-hmm. to necessarily no, do what would but, be absolute best as you see it because uh, they just have different thoughts so
4: yeah. right and we discuss it with mom and dad oh, yeah. even every time we're there and they keep saying the same thing. No, nope, we're going to stay here as long as we can. We're, yep. We don't want to move. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. So wisdom, uh, uh, first of all, it's not going to uh, again cause you to fret. Other than you, you're going to trust God, and then wisdom is comes comes piece by piece by piece. What what happens next? Right. What happens next? And all you can do right. is seek that, and you're available for that, and certainly you'll be there to assist your sister and your parents because that's your heart and and you will so uh as you're looking at a difficult another difficult thing again the way you guys have learned it which is so beautiful is uh well we can't we can't control it because it involves other Mm -hmm. people's choices uh we can we can be there process and you're just keep seeking god's wisdom because god says i'll i'll get you The answer is when you need them at the right time because I can, you know, just like you were talking a little bit with Adam is it's not my will that this happens, but I have an I have ability to to make Mm -hmm. things work for good as you're as you're involved Mm -hmm. because actually they're going to be blessed by you because you're standing there. So it's kind of a a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, thanks for sharing that. And Carrie, we. uh, we pray, you know, for you and your family and, mm-hmm. and uh, your your parents, your sister, well, thank and you. uh, are gonna that God would give you the wisdom to see, maybe have them see a few things before it becomes problematic, uh, so that you know it's not a burden on you. And then as we finish this this session, uh, you have had uh, you dealt with a lot of stuff, but you have, you have had uh, a uh, joyful time, and you have another son. Yeah. That uh, got married, yes. so yes. Maybe, maybe you could share a little bit about that. <laughs>
4: First, I want to tell you the date two twenty two twenty two, so that he'd remember. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to remember his anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: so the, this this was really interesting, Kathy. We were actually out in uh, in Colorado in uh, Winter, Winter Park, Park with uh, Rich and Linda yeah. and a bunch uh-huh. of people in the ministry. That's right. When our son and, and daughter in law decided they'd get married in this backyard in the middle of winter, so we thought,
4: we thought they were kidding. We, yeah, and so <laughs>
3: they set it up, and so they had a person filming, and we watched it on uh, on uh,
4: FaceTime. FaceTime,
3: yeah. Oh, from no the lobby of a restaurant in Winter Park. Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> waiting well, for a table, which they never got.
3: <laughs> but it was fascinating because it, so he had a bonfire, they had a bonfire in the backyard, and they had their closest friends, and and a friend officiate officiated. And, uh, she had her mom there and anyway, just a few people and, uh, they got married yeah. and did it right there. And then they recorded it, which was really good. So huh. we have a video of a, about a six, seven minute video of the entire <laughs> wedding. Yeah. And, uh, and then we welcomed Lexi, uh, as our daughter. And so, uh, and we love her to death
4: and next fall, they're going to have a like a party for the family yeah they're
3: gonna do a, a family yeah. some sort of uh, reception party. and they're coming yeah. over christmas so so one yeah. month after after adam passes we get this joy of getting a brand new daughter-in-law yeah. you know so wow um uh, and, and 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 done by the way that mountain people do things you know <laughs>
2: and where do they where do they live again where are they where do they there live
4: they're in santa fe, santa fe. Okay.
3: they had just moved to santa fe from crested butte
4: yeah oh okay it, it's a yeah. yeah that couple is they're complicated in, in, in that <laughs> yeah. uh chase uh gave his life to christ when he was 11 and he has since walked away he's living in the mm-hmm. world living in the flesh and i mean while we love lexi to death she is not a believer and mm-hmm. so we pray for them daily yeah. and uh, yeah. she has uh her mom is gay and has a partner so there's mm-hmm. complications there, but we we, we just go forward, them. loving them where they're we at, right? Um, we'll see what God does there. Yeah,
1: did. are uh, actually yeah. Looking
3: forward to meeting the extended family. Yeah. So did,
1: did Adams' uh, real estate deal ever ever happen for him? I mean, uh, oh, Chase's. sorry, Chases.
4: Yes. Yes, he actually sold. Yeah. And he Finally, sold that place. Now he. He didn't sell it himself. He gave it to someone else that, and they sold it, but he still got a, a commission. Yeah. They gave him yeah. a share of yeah. the commission.
1: Yeah, I know. As well. We so were good. praying So they're saving for, that. for
4: home and,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we, um, uh, you know, we do uh, rejoice with you about that. And um, uh, we know that, again, you'll be praying about God to open up doors and for mm-hmm. you to be able to yes. uh, uh, speak truth. And, uh, and we know that uh, Chase has a truth, so there'll be a responsiveness there. You know, as you mm-hmm. plant seed, his word does not return void. So, uh, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, you know your interesting year uh, that you've had and how to process through that. Thank you for your uh, just faithfulness of walking with God and, and remaining still in peace. And uh, as you look forward to more things in your life, and we want to we talk next week uh, about those things that you're involved in that is exciting for you. Mm-hmm. About you know what's happening in your life and how are you giving it away, uh, which is I know a real joy for you too. So right. thank you, thank you so much well, for sharing. Yeah
2: and i think even just you guys sharing today so much from the heart and so much real life that's going on is an encouragement to people when you realize ministry doesn't happen in a vacuum no you know, all right. of us who right. are, are walking with God and loving him and, and walking in intimacy and just wanting to give it away, life is still going on around all, all of us. And God uses each of those yeah. moments to show himself and to show himself faithful. Yep. And so thank you for letting us into what's been going on in your world in the midst of your ministry as well. So yep. looking forward to hearing what's going on in the ministry now.
1: Yeah. And well, uh, uh, Kathy, we'll uh, see you at End Times Friday tomorrow and we'll pick this up uh, next week
2: great thanks for joining us guys look forward to hearing from you guys again next week
0: all right love you guys Bye. thank you for joining us for today's episode of come and see your podcast for truth in a world of chaos brought to you by all for jesus living waters ministry send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in god's truth remember god's will is best and none better His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.